All right, welcome back to another episode of Undrafted Amateurs. We are remote because I am lame and got sick, so that's fun. Yeah, but hopefully you didn't get me freaking sick. Yeah, you would like that. And exciting news that's taking the world by storm, your gut wasn't you having to go to the bathroom. Could have still been it, but Taylor Allison Swift was at Arrowhead. And my oh my, did it take the world by storm. I never knew that was her middle name. I'm pretty sure it is. That was uh, not off notes. That was just off the top of the head. So, Oh, wow. Let's hope. We've added some Swifties. Dude, I read an article, I read an article that said uh, Patrick Mahomes felt nervous to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown yeah. because he knew Taylor Swift was You had coming. to get him a tutty. You had to. How funny is that? Like, we're, we're, no, This is not like a rec league game. Like, uh, like, it kind of looked like one. Yeah. Bears should have just done yeah, everyone a favor crazy. and forfeited after the touchdown. Crazy. Crazy. All right, so we've got that going on. We had a little weekend away, and you have a new ambition in life. Oh, yeah. I want one of those ATVs. Little, like UTVs? Like just to drive it. I just want to drive Floating drive on a cloud, around. dude. Sell your company. Buy that Joe now. Joe rode with me on this, on this mule thingy, and he got nervous. Joe got Very nervous. nervous. I don't know why, though. Who knows? I don't know why. But he got very nervous, and we had a little weekend away uh, down near where I grew up, which is, was fun, and uh, we didn't really do much, which was great. It was honestly delightful. Yeah. It was delightful and also yet scary because when you're driving a vehicle at high speeds like I was, you can't make mistakes. Yeah, good thing you are precise. If I would say anything about you, I would say that you are precise, elegant, risk tolerant. Sexy. Eh, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. But okay. other okay. thing that happened this weekend, South Carolina, two and two, best two win team in the nation now. <laughs> Our DBs. So we've wow. had good defensive backs for the last, even when we were terrible, it seems like we've just always had good defensive backs. And we gave up 200 yards to this this guy like in, in the first two and a half quarters. It was brutal. Very bad. Like one receiver. I'm not talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about one receiver. You would, you would think oh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson were lined up against us. But no, it was just Mississippi State. So that was brutal. But South Carolina covered. We're climbing. We're climbing, dude. Thank goodness, man. Thank goodness. Because I don't know what, what I'd do if South Carolina missed a bowl game. Yeah. Because you've gone through years of being a South Carolina fan, the ups and the downs, the torture, and you, to the point where you're like, why do we do this as a sports fan? And then somehow you do it a little bit again. The ups and the downs and the all The arounds. torture, the torture that happens. Yeah, but I will say that uh, being a big Gamecocks guy, our quarterback looks pretty good. He looked nice. Thrown his first incompletion and in, what was it, like midway through the fourth quarter? Kind of like Tua. It was crazy. Well, okay, before we get into Tua, yeah. we got to talk about the Ryder Cup. You go first. Do your little yes. golf talk. Which happened this weekend, dude. Starts on Friday. Friday. So a couple of things with the Ryder Cup. Like the format is, if you're not familiar with it, alternate shot, one of the formats. Best ball, right? Another format. And then Sunday singles. So Friday, they'll do uh, a mix of alternate shot best ball. Saturday, mix of alternate shot best ball. And then Sunday singles, which gets everyone a little nervy. A couple crazy things, though. U.S., so we won the last World Cup two years ago. Yep. 
and we won 19 to 9, crushed it. It was the largest margin of victory since 1967, I believe. But the problem is we haven't won in Europe in 30 years. 1993 is the last time that the U.S. beat Europe on European soil for the Ryder Cup. That's a minute. So it, uh, I'm not feeling too good about this one from an American standpoint. And you know I'm a slut for Americans. <laughs> but I'm not feeling too good because we have a lot of new guys, new talent, which is great. Your boy, Justin Thomas. The European side has a lot of talent with experience. Which makes me Dude, nervous. imagine if Brooks wasn't so, allowed to play in this one. Just imagine the U.S. team if Brooks yeah. is on the sideline. That'd be brutal. He's never lost singles. I think he's like two or three and oh in singles. But Brooks says. So I'm let's just say I'm not if I'm a betting man and I am on Sundays. We're talking some Saturdays. Sometimes you reach double digits. That might be a problem. I would not bet on the US here. <laughs> but I've been wrong before. <laughs> yes, you have. We'll get into that in a minute. You were getting better reversing it, and then there were some unfortunate things that went your way. But before that, I felt good about the Dolphins over. You're like, you love taking the Dolphins over. I'm like, yeah, they're just a fun offense. They hit the over in the first half. That has never happened to me. That was <laughs> wild. They ended up the poor Broncos. Nothing goes their way. And it, honestly, it wasn't even Russell Wilson. Let me like look what he's doing. He he was 23 of 28 for 306 yards, one touchdown and one interception. That's a totally fine stat line. Like, it's not amazing. Yeah. Broncos just looked terrible. And so the the Dolphins were the first team to put up 70 since, oh, look, I, I thought I took it down in notes, but I want to say it's like in the 60s. They had 700 yards, Yeah, four touchdowns. They missed it by three, right? Yeah. Like the uh, NFL record? But set a Dolphins franchise record. Ridiculous. I'm telling you what, both of the fantasy backs – both got above 45 points. Because they both had four touchdowns. That is... Whoo, you, man. You could just take the whole Dolphins offense, I guess. But I mean, you did get your first win, though. Let's acknowledge it. Let's tip our cap to it. In fantasy? Yeah, dude. Yeah, both leagues. Both leagues. And both in leagues. our league, it was... T- neither one of us wanted to win. <laughs> two. Oh, right? two. And we think, I think I won with like 115, maybe. <laughs> neither one of us wanted it. And by the way, can we talk about how I'm going to kick you out of our league? Why? Because you scored 209 fantasy Because your two daddies are the only I've undefeated never, teams left? I've played, I've played fantasy <laughs> for a long time. I don't know if I've ever seen 209. That's what happens when you get the script. You just got to run with it. Whatever. What? <laughs> well, I'm sorry for you. That, that's brutal. Well, Whatever. let's talk about what we are actually excited about. <laughs> That's Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I got some thoughts for you because I was we've I've been reading comments. There's a lot of love. It seems like the universe. This might be the thing that's bringing the world together. Who knew? Yes. But this might be the most unified I've seen seen the world in a very long time. Probably twenty something years. <laughs> but some thoughts on it. I've I've been seeing a lot that everyone's saying that Travis Kelsey could be great because he can handle Taylor Swift's stardom and how she's on top of the world and Joe or whatever his name, Joe Alwyn, was living in or couldn't handle living in her shadow. I have a theory for you. You ready for this? I think this is why it's perfect that Travis Kelsey is a tight end, not a quarterback. Because people have been saying it's like, oh, the only parallel could have been like Tom Brady or something like that. One, yeah, Travis Kelsey's little brother, so he's used to taking it. Two, He's the tight end, so he's the hype man for the quarterback. He makes Tra- Patrick Mahomes look so much better. And so he's just ready to plug and play and just be Taylor Swift's hype man. 
Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Like there's not the quite the same ego level that comes from a quarterback. He's down in the trenches. Oh, I yeah. like that. So that, that's one, like one that. little philosophy that I had. And so far, I haven't seen that one yeah. out there. So that might be the only, only interesting thing I'm adding. She, she was rocking the T. Kels up in the T. Kels suite. Hanging out with Donna Kels. Yeah. I mean, she was there for, I mean, you know, I imagine her schedule is nutty. <laughs> she made time. She went to the game. I read that uh, Kelsey let uh, Mahomes know on Friday, like very casually. <laughs> it was like, hey, uh, just so you know, like I might have like uh, someone come and see the game on Sunday. And, and I think Patrick was like, who is it? And he was like, Taylor It Swift. might be a little distraction. <laughs> just the biggest person in the world. Yeah. Come to see. And then that's why he said he felt a little pressure to throw <laughs> Kelsey a TD, which he did, which he did. Yep. Uh, other thing, anyway, funny, lyric-wise, you know, uh, it's 15 when she's talking about uh, you'll go on to do things like greater than dating the boy on the football team. Now that she's done all those things, she can go back to dating the boy on the football team as as queen, as mother. Ooh. So I saw that one out there. That one's pretty that's interesting. A, you're saying as as like her being a mother? Well, no, she is mother. That's just like her name to, to all of us minions in the world. <laughs> have you never heard that? No, I have not. Well, I you got, you got to start calling that. Video. Just like you call me daddy in fantasy football. It's like BMO daddy number one. Jaywise, Joe Mama, Daddy Number Two. Yeah. By the I way, my dad always has a good team, which pisses it's, me off, dude. Every single it, year. It's so frustrating because he's uh, number two right now in the league, and he has a very, very, very similar team to my other league. So I can't really pull against him. Yeah, it's uh, wild. I, I don't. But you'd rather win our league. Oh for yeah, sure. for sure. So I'm like, on one hand, that's frustrating. On the other hand, I'm like, BMO man, respect. Tip of the cap to you. He's good, man. He's good. Every single year he's up there. It's unbelievable. You know, it's crazy. I mean, every fantasy I've ever been a part of. Football, baseball, like you name it. That dude. is, I mean, yeah, unbelievable. unbelievable. The last thing that I'll say about the Taylor so, Swift before moving on is, do you see the pictures of her riding off in the, in the convertible with Travis Kelsey? No, it's awesome. I did it's like, not. I don't know what year it is. It looks like some probably like 80s uh, convertible top down. He's just like chilling. His one mistake, though, and I've seen a lot of people saying this, too, is he had a uh, right hand on the steering wheel, left hand on the window. It's got to be like left hand on the steering wheel. Other on my. Look around, turn the. Thigh. <laughs> Dude, is that what she says? Uh, I think it's hard. I don't think it's hard. Uh, anyway, we'll talk. Anyway, about. anyway, that's uh, that's what I've got for the the Travis Swift Taylor Kelsey thing happening today. Next up, yeah. Should we just jump into what else do we have coming up? We've got the power rankings. You want to go there? Oh, you want to do power rankings? Yeah. You want to hit that? Let's do that. All right, you go first. Ten lions. Mm. Even though Jamar Gibbs sucks. Nine cowboys. <laughs> what a drop! Barely made the top ten. Eight Ravens, ugly loss. Seven Seahawks. Six Bills. They're out of my top five. Josh Allen's overrated. Top five, Packers. Packers are returning to old form like under Aaron Rodgers. you have Packers at four? Four Chiefs. Packers at five. Okay, okay. Chiefs at four. Pretty fair. I think Chiefs deserve a four here. Three, though, I'm going Dolphins. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm saying with their high-powered offense, I think they give the Chiefs a run for their money this week and take it home. They're playing the Bills, but yeah. And beat the Chiefs. And then number two, Eagles. Uh-huh. And then number one, 49ers. I feel like the one-two punch is pretty pretty obvious right now. Okay, that's fair. I'm struggling right now with, with like eight, nine, and ten. 
Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go Bengals. No, wait, not Bengals. Did the Bengals drop out for you? They did. Dang, they got their first win and they dropped out for you. Brutal. Dude, I'm telling you what, <laughs> they barely got their first win, but that offense, like, the first game, an excuse. Second game, all right. But then, like, look, I have a feeling this calf injury is going to be nagging Burrow, and they're not going to be able to open up the playbook like they want the rest of the year. I still think they slide into a wild card. Okay. I, I think they figured out enough for a wild card. I just don't see them really being the same Bengals. But if if Burrow heals a little bit, I, it would honestly be best for them if the, if he took a couple weeks off. Could be. The only problem is you could fall into a hole that you can't get back from quick. So it, it yeah, just depends on whether you can more. recover from it. So uh, they they I mean Jamar Chase was starting to get going, which. That's like the one one glimpse, but they look bad. I was pretty big on the Rams before, not not a, not really. They look bad too. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm struggling with ten because I've got. I, realistically, I think it's the Browns, but I hate Deshaun Watson. Okay. So I'm, I'm having a moral. I'm having a moral dilemma. All right, Browns out because out. of Deshaun Watson. Seahawks in at ten. <laughs> okay. Uh, nine Packers, eight Cowboys. They, you cannot. Nine Packers. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't think they're a top five team yet. But anyway, Cowboys at eight because they are just atrocious. Also, I've got a hand up. I made the mistake. I was believing the Jaguars. They are frauds. Like, hand up. I put them in my picks. I put them high on the, the top 10 power rankings. Yeah. They're frauds. I, I'm not above admitting that. So anyway, Cowboys eight because they just look terrible. Lions at seven. Ravens at six. It's hard for me because of the injuries. I think they're a good team. Overtime loss, man, whatever. Don't feel great about it. Bills at five. They're starting to look hot. I think the game one was just a lot with the Jets, Aaron Rodgers going down. I think they're cleaning up. Pat, or one thing I got to say though, Josh Allen not throwing or just throwing one touchdown and then winning, what was it, 37 nothing? That was crazy. Mm -hmm. That was unreal. Uh, then four. The Eagles. It could be three. It could be four. But the Eagles I'm are so, so you close. Have, you lost that Dolphins at three? No. I've got the Dolphins. Well, I'll get there in a minute. Uh, I think that the Eagles are so close to being incredible, and I think that I'm judging them off of that scale. So it's probably not fair. I'm judging them off where I think they should be, and I think they should be a solid two. They just, they're, again, they're getting the job done. So there's that. Uh, Chiefs at three. Really, Eagles could have flipped with them. It, it could be either way on that one. Uh, but they were starting to get the offense clicking. And then you know how it is when when Kelsey and Mahomes, and especially if Taylor Swift's there. I think that was the real thing that separated them. If Taylor Swift's there to be the superpower, keep going. Number two, Dolphins. I don't care if it's the Broncos. 70 points is nuts. When you take your starters out before the fourth quarter, this isn't college football. Like they looked, their offense is explosive. And defense isn't terrible too. So when you have 700 offensive yards and seven, 10 touchdowns, like Again, we'll see the real test this weekend, but for right now, they're two. And then one, 49ers. They just look complete. Again, a little bit can be said in the same way that, that I did about the Eagles, where their, their red zone defense or red zone offense could have been a little bit better. But like all in all, they look more complete and mistake free. Because that's the other thing. Right. Like the Eagles made a lot of mistakes Monday. Like they got, they got lucky when they had the turnover, turnover, turnover. <laughs> or really, it's just turnover, turnover. Yeah. 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 Well, they picked off Baker, then they picked off Hertz, and they forced a fumble. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. A little harsh on the Eagles, but I again, it, it, I'm grading them. It's unfair, but I see the potential in them, so I'm grading them on a on a curve where they're on so the top. You have three AFC teams in your top three. 
No. 49ers, NFC. First star, 49ers, yeah. yeah. So, so I've got yeah. NFC 1, AFC, AFC 2, 3, NFC 4. I do four. want to talk about – I know this wasn't really playing, but I want to talk about rookie grades real quick. Oh, yeah. And we should do it next week, like more official grades. But I just have a comment here. Let's hear it. That here we are bashing like C.J. Stroud, right, and the quarterback class. Dude, C.J. Stroud is having arguably the hottest start – of an NFL rookie QB. I mean, last week against the Jags, that was, and I right now I'm so upset at the Jags. I, I think that it's they're because they're frauds, but still, you, you're right. You do have to give them. I literally said that they were garbage Dude. last week, so I'm, I'm having to eat my words. He's thrown for 906 yards in three games, yeah. with four TDs and no picks. Yeah, and and again, there should have been some that were picked, but still, they weren't. Still counts. Still counts. But yeah, he's the leading favorite right now for rookie of the year. All right, early odds. But right. yeah, Bryce Young, once again, and of course he gets injured. Like, gosh, dude. Mm-hmm. I think that's good for him, honestly. What? Panthers fans have been kind of brutal since we lost the Super Bowl to the Broncos. Well, that's because, as we talk about, like they just expect him to have 350 yards and four TDs. Right. That's and, what I'm like, saying. Like, if, if you're in long game, in game with uh, Bryce Young, then this is best for him, I think. And then Shaq's gone, dude. Panthers. Dude, that was bad. That oh. was that was heartbreaking. I love watching the way that Shaq plays. So, anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, Panthers suck. <laughs> Fair. Picks of the week, though. Last week, you flipped the picks, and it was looking hot at first because Bama, you, t- you said originally when to say Bama wasn't going to cover it. Then they covered by uh, 14. It's supposed to be seven. So, you won that one. Then Oklahoma versus Cincy, it was a 14-point game, and you said, uh, and the spread was 14 and a half. So, that one's, that one's just kind of unfortunate. So stupid, then Falcons dude. cover versus the Lions. You were spot on thinking the Lions were the real deal. I remember you like making a joke about that when you flipped it. So you would have been better there. And then the Saints versus the Packers. Saints were up 17-0 before Carr got hurt. So, you know, you could have been on to something there. Your reverse gut. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I lost two like really stupid, stupid picks. And, and then last game you did win. Browns will cover at four and a half. So, yeah. What you got three and two? Yeah, I went three and two. So I had the Chargers Vikings over fifty three and a half, and that game was I think fifty two. Then Bills cover easy, Jags covering, which again told you hand up. I was completely wrong. I thought their offense was just stuttering a little bit against Kansas City. No, they're, they're frauds. Everything I've said, everything I've said about Trevor Lawrence all along was right. <laughs> You're a big one game guy. No, it's two games now. They've had one decent game, game one. Yeah, but they played the Chiefs the other time, didn't they? Yeah, but I mean, they didn't score a touchdown. It was three field goals. And then, no, and then the I'm also, I agree that there's definitely, I'm harsh on one game, but when that one game's against the Texans, I, I feel like you deserve to get graded harshly. I don't know, man. Texans. Dude, maybe they're going to be number one on your list next, next week. We'll just have to <laughs> tune in and see that. Uh, and then, so Dolphins, Broncos, I mentioned that earlier. It was 48 and a half, and they covered in the first half. Then FSU covers two and a half. Um, so, and they had seven, so three and two. Fine. Not a great week. But here we are. So, do you want me to go first again, or you want to go Why first? Why don't you go first? I've been talking. I'm tired of hearing myself talk. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing you talk too. Thanks. So, I got Notre Dame to cover against Duke. Minus five and a half, their favorite. I don't hate that. I think Duke's pretty good, but I think they're overhyped right now. I- 
Yeah. And I think Notre Dame will come. They're like, what, 17 right now? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the Vikings cover the Panthers. I'm taking anyone to cover against the Panthers now, mm-hmm. every week. So Vikings to cover minus three. Vikings are 0-3, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's a matchup of 0-3 teams. And the spread's, I think, three and a half yeah. or three or something like that. Yeah. And then I got the Dolphins to cover two and a half against the uh, Bills. Yeah. They're, pl- they're actually uh, underdogs. Yeah, because it's in Buffalo. Yep. So I like the Dolphins to cover. I like the Cowboys to cover as well to bounce back. Minus seven okay. uh, is the line versus the Patriots. I like them to cover the minus seven here, bounce back. After really defeating loss against the Cardinals, they looked awful. And then um, number five is tough for me. I'm either going the Eagles to cover or the or Colorado to cover. What's the spread for Colorado? Twenty four and a half against USC right now. Mm. And I think Deion Sanders is not going to lose badly twice in a row. But USC is also a very good team. I don't know if Travis Hunter was there. Might make a difference to me. I'm gonna go with my gut because I just don't think the commanders are that good either this year. Okay. I'm gonna go with Eagles to cover. All right. I've got six right now and I'm trying to decide what to narrow down. This is the this yeah, is the one that I should narrow down, but I'm not gonna do it. South Carolina's gonna cover plus a seven, plus eleven, not a seven. That's not even English. Plus eleven on the road against Tennessee. I'm fading that. All right. Again, I don't hate that. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then this one I'm going to come back to because I'm not sure. Okay, Dolphins, Bills, over 53 and a half. I like that. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ride it until, until they prove me wrong. Uh, Bengals. I, I'm a little bit nervous about this, but I like them to cover two and a half against the Titans. I was okay. assuming everything's good with Joe Burrow, which I can't do, so I'm just going to you know, hope. So that's... What I've got there. Okay, Kansas City, nine and a half against the Jets. I like that. And then I've got to decide. I've got Rams, money line versus Colts, and then Ravens, money line versus Browns. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens, I think, against the Browns. Because I mean, I'm sticking with my heart. I'm keeping the Browns out of the top ten because of Deshaun Watson, so I'm going to bet against them because of <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Is it at Cleveland? I believe so. Ravens have so many. And dude, I feel like that's a story with the Ravens. It is. I don't know what's going on with their strength and injury and all, everything else. I don't know. I'm going to make it cover. Yeah. So I like yeah, that. I'm going to cover there. Anyway, that's what's happening. This might, I do not feel great about this week getting that out there. <laughs> this is a, yeah. I went, I went well, with my heart a lot more in my head. Fade. Hopefully, I get the fade right. Yeah. Anyway, let's toss it to Mr. Incognito. Let's see what he's got for us today. What's up, guys? Mr. Incognito checking back in for week five of college football. A little slower of a week with not as many ranked matchups, but I think we still have some good games and some potential upsets coming up. So first one is number 19, Oregon State, hosting number 10, Utah. Oregon State's coming off of a very close loss to a very good Washington State team, and Utah is coming off a 14-7 win against a not-so-great UCLA team. I think Oregon State has a pretty good team. I think they take the win on this one. Um, number two, we got number 22, Florida traveling to Kentucky. Florida just had a really tight game with the Charlotte 49ers, who aren't that great of a football team. Uh, they had it in the swamp. They didn't score a touchdown after the first quarter. And uh, I think traveling to Kentucky to face a road test, I think they lose that game there. Um, we have 
Duke, who's number 17, traveling to uh, number 11, Notre Dame. Notre Dame just came off of a really close loss to Ohio State in a game where they pretty much had the game wrapped up and kind of blew it. They had 10 men on the field for the final play and, uh, and lost it in a pretty embarrassing way there. Um, I think they beat the Duke Blue Devils, who so far have only beaten the Clemson team, who has proven to not be very good so far. Uh, finally, we have the South Carolina Gamecocks traveling to Tennessee to take on the Volunteers. Now, South Carolina has had a couple of really um, tough games. They're battle-tested. You can see their offense coming together really well. Tennessee so far has only had one true test against Florida, and they lost that game. I think South Carolina goes into Knoxville and beats the Tennessee Volunteers in Neyland Stadium. And um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Take those picks at the bank. Have a good week, guys. Hot takes, as always. You know, I like it. <laughs> Double down on it. I love his voice. Yeah. I just love his voice. It's just so natural and authentic and he's trustworthy. You just feel like you know him. There's something about his voice that just makes me want to fall, fall asleep. I think you say fall in love. Oh, all right, Dawson Iceman here. What's up, everybody? This week's Unsung Hero goes out to Sep and Sabina Cuss. Yes, that's my daughter right behind me. And like every child, their parent is their number one fan. Joe, your mom is obviously our podcast number one fan because she sent this story to me and said, Hey, Trey, this might be a good idea for an Unsung Hero. And I said, You know, it sure is. You're absolutely right, as normal. And so as I start reading through the story, I get to learn about a guy named Sep Cuss and his mom, Sabina. Sep has just pulled off an incredible feat. He has won the Spanish Vuelta. For all of you people who are tacked into this right now, you all know, yeah, cycling, but I had no clue. Sep has just won one of the three grand tours across Europe, the Tour de France most people are familiar with and spend a random July morning watching. But the other two, the one in Italy and this one in Spain, people are a little less familiar with. Now, just a little background. For the Spanish Vuelta, you get the red jersey when you're the leader. Well. Guys in Sep's role for these teams, like Vasma Mismo, which is the one he's on, don't really get this kind of notoriety because he's what's called a domestique, which means he's the pace setter. He's the guy that sets the pace for the guys that will eventually have a chance to win. But Sep messed around and he won himself a stage, which is where his mom rolls in. Because while she's hiking the Dolomites with her friends, she gets to stop knowing Sep's in this race and so she checks her phone to the Wi-Fi. And her phone starts blowing up with text, congratulatories, whatever it may be, from all over the world. And she realizes, oh my goodness, I might need to start trying to watch this. So as they go to each little stop, she's checking into the Wi-Fi, connecting, and making sure she's keeping up to date. Well, after a while, she realizes that Seth might have a shot. And so as it gets into the final week of the race, a little controversy steps in where Seth's teammates, even though Seth's in the lead, two of his teammates win stages in Subtract time away from Sep's lead. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Nonetheless, Sep keeps on rolling, quite literally, and goes on to win the Spanish Vuelta. And where was mom? She was at the finish line because she stepped off of her hike with friends in the Dolomites to go be there for her son's biggest moment. You guys, being a parent's pretty cool. It's awesome. And if you're Sep Cuss, your mom's your number one fan. And she gets to be this week's unsung hero. Love that. Love mothers. Also, shout out my mom for love, love moms in general. <laughs> Christian loves love that, moms. Love moms. <laughs> Just wow. Iceman delivering. You know, what I love about Iceman is he delivers the heat. 
Oh right? yeah. Like it's, it's an oxymoron. I think is what the kids call it these days. So yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, draft time. This is near and dear to my heart, but you got the first pick, which is a bummer. We've got favorite oh, Taylor Swift in- songs. We're doing five. What are you about to say here? Dude, you know what I'm doing? All too well, 10 minute version. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not, there's not another number one pick. Out Am I allowed to take Swift? all too well regular version? No, no. Oh, fair, 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 fair. This is hard because I feel like there should be a space after number one. But uh, okay, I'm gonna stick in a, in a similar vein that just gets my spirit soaring. I'm gonna go long live with, with the top pick. Mm. Mm. What an emotional feel nice. good song. I'm going to go one that arguably made a dent in my childhood. And that's You Belong With Me. Mm-hmm. You can see that I'm the one. I used to be like, I, you know, I used to make believe that I was the girl, like, you know, and he would pick me and stuff. <laughs> can we need to find the video. Christian showed me this video of him. What, you were like 15? Looks like a <laughs> six-year-old. Definitely pre-puberty. Uh, dressed up as Justin Bieber. When Usher discovered him, like that period of his life, he's got a... Yep. 59.50 sideways falling off his head, <laughs> definitely chains on, and, and was singing with his eyebrows. I don't know if you were saying words or not, but your eyebrows were singing. Boyfriend, boyfriend. It, it was something. So uh, clearly that person was in love <laughs> with you belong with me. And so was everyone else in South Hill. It's not even fair. Uh, not even fair. All right. Yeah. Mm, this is tough. This is tough. Too many good songs. Too many good songs. Uh... Ooh, I'm going to go probably a surprising number two, and I'm going to go with The Last Great American Dynasty because that is just incredible songwriting. It's catchy. It's fun to listen to. But the story that she tells in three minutes or whatever, insane. Well done. Wait, what do you, what do you say? The Last Great American Dynasty. Oh, Again, okay. it's like a surprising pick too, but I just very much respect that song and the songwriting behind it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, I'm just going like bangers from when I was younger. Yeah. And I feel like three's love story. Mm. Like just another. You are going bangers. We're going very banger. different routes, which will be interesting to see. Interesting to see what yeah. people like. I mean, I just remember like, you know, high school, a little bit of college, yeah. you know, still here and there. Just like banging these songs out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cruel Summer coming in at three. Mm. Number four. A little bit. This is not quite as mainstream for okay. me. Shocker. But it's Wildest Dreams. That's, yes. I love that song. In fact, when I was making my list, I had an alternate. That was the alternate for my number four, which is Style. Oh, Another, another banger like from 1989. So. Yeah. yeah. And then to cap it off, number five, I have to go with a song that arguably introduced me to Taylor Swift. Mm. And that's, our song is Slam Screen Doors. Going back to the self-titled. So OG good. album. So good. All right. That's good. That's good. This is mm, this is difficult. Mother's written too many bangers. Too many just perfect hit songs. She's too good of a songwriter. It kind of freaks me out you call her mother. Like I don't say that. Kind of freaks me <laughs> good. out. Good. Good. It's the respect we need to show her. Uh too many good songs. All right, I'm gonna do this for dramatic effect. I'm throwing three out there and I'm gonna pick one. Back to December. Love it. Bejeweled. Shimmer. And the winner is State of Grace. Oh. Mm, coming in hot with the drums. Love love Red. What a great album, too. You can tell that that you are more of like a diehard Taylor Swift fan by knowing all of these like different songs. But I'm just more of a mainstream guy. Yeah, but you can respect her. 
You don't have to be at the era tour to, to respect her, you know? Like Travis Kelsey said, I saw you rock Arrowhead. Now, 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 watch now why don't you watch me? And see which one's more lit. That was, that was kind of cringe. But. That, was, that was lit. Why don't you watch me uh, and see which one's more That's wild. Lit. That's wild. Honestly, I wish, I wish this draft had like 30 picks in it, though. It's unfair. Yeah, dude. She has, I didn't realize she's released 200 and some songs. She's an incredible songwriter. Gosh. There's no way she writes everyone. She, I remember watching uh, a clip from Ryan Tedder who's written so many songs. Uh, like, I think he sold his music catalog for like 200 million last year or so. Anyway, yeah. they were writing before 1989 and were writing Welcome to New York afterwards. And they were just sending like voice memos back and forth. And she sings the chorus like as it is. And she's like, I don't know. What about something like that? He's like, what do you mean? You just like wrote the song. You just finished it. Like anyone that I know that Outside, obviously, I'm not saying this as I don't respect her because I do. Anyone else that I really respect as a songwriter has talked about how much they respect Taylor Swift. I feel like that's such a, right. a misconception that people think because a lot of pop stars don't write and so they just assume Taylor doesn't. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely I mean, the not. lyrics. I know I wouldn't write my own songs. Yeah, why would you? I, I'm the performer. <laughs> yeah. You know? You were made I'm to the shine. guy who gets on stage. Yeah. I want the guy. I'm going to start doing the Doug. <laughs> We gotta find the outro or the video of you as Justin Bieber, circa. I'm not sending it. Oh, I'll find it. I'll find it. No. I'll find it. No, you won't. I'll hit the message board. No, hit won't. up BMO on the message board. <laughs> you might have it. Peace. Peace.